I'd like to welcome Mehul Patel with New Crest Image. Mehul, thank you so much for making it. Likewise, thank you for having me on this show today. So Mehul, uh, we're creating this podcast for titans of hospitality, and you were one of the first names that came to mind uh, because you not only have this incredible story of coming to the United States, building up from a, a small property all the way to portfolios of hotels and also banking. Uh, can you share with us what that journey has been like? Yeah, it's been a remarkable journey. I mean, you know, we all talk about this is a land of opportunity. Once you get here, if you do everything uh, by the books and follow the rules, sky's your limit. And so I kind of follow the same leap of faith and said, I'm, you know, I'm going to get to work, roll up my sleeve and get to work on it. So, I mean, you know, I went to college here. I came in when I was 13 uh, to USA and went, you know, did my high school, did my college like everyone else. And I didn't speak any English when I came here. I, you know, barely got to, you know, start, you know, uh, start my high school, did my ESL as English as a second language and, you know, did everything what everyone has done in this country. Uh, and, you know, always had a passion in hotel industry uh, where my dad and mom, you know, started working in a motel. And I thought this is the easiest business to start your journey. And, you know, when you talk about I'll just give you a quick background. You know, 30 years ago, the lodging industry looked different. Uh, mom and pop hotel when a customer come, no one speak English, kind of, you know, the Asian American who were, you know, running a motel. When a customer come, there's only two things you talk about. Give me $20, you get a king bear or double bear. Those were the sign of language to say, here's I'm renting your room to you. We didn't have any amenities. You talk about no elevator, no, ice, you know, pretty much some hotel had ice machine, but pretty much here's your room, go in your room, uh, you know, manual key. That's it. That was a you know means of communication. No reward program, nothing. And fast forward today, how much we have involved and the industry has innovated so much. And I grew up from that day from manual key to a digital key, mobile you know uh, you know key today. So things have you know innovated so much on it. And my journey is the same way. Buying sixteen room first motel independent to today buying 400 room large full service boxes to buying a portfolio. So this journey has been uh, quite interesting from, you know, Newcrest Image has bought and sold 300 hotel. And last five years, we have been a focus on buying a large portfolio. We bought from Blackstone 225 hotel portfolio back in 2013 and 2016. And 2022 has been a robust year for our company. We bought four large portfolio. Uh, you know, variety from Motel 6 to uh, Starwood Hotel Portfolio to Service Trust por uh, Portfolio and many others. So it has given us a different level of uh, understanding in a lodging industry when you go through a journey and follow one step at a time. That was a key part. We didn't just skip to running a 16-room motel and just uh, start buying a portfolio. That was kind of a 20 years of uh, 20 years of hard work and knowledge and expertise in this industry. And so we're going to try and take some of the expertise and share it with some of our viewers. So currently you have over a billion dollars in hotel portfolio, which is staggering and congratulations for that. But if you are to give three important steps towards acquiring a portfolio of hotels, what would those three steps be? Perfect. So here's, I'm going to break. First of all, you or your company should have expertise in general understanding of M&A. When you are buying a large portfolio, 
you have to have understanding of what does M&A comes with it. It's kind of an all or nothing, pretty much good, bad, and ugly. You have small property, big property, nationwide, where, you know, coast to coast. So you're, you're dealing with everything that comes at you. So you should be prepared and have a good understanding what does that mean buying portfolio. Second part, you should have an allocated proper resource, people, process, and technology. You need the second. That's a very important. People, process, and technology. That's very important. And third one, be able to have a balance sheet to take down this kind of a portfolio because things will go wrong. No matter what, how, how much you prepare, things will go wrong. And it's a, it requires a massive amount of resources from your company and your outside counsel, third-party reports, anybody you rely third-party, it become a big team. And you have to make sure that you stay on top of it and build a good uh, dream team, what I call it. And consistent communication, consistent understanding, and have a good action item and roles of you know responsibility. Someone really lead to those process. Those are the three major key important part of any portfolio buying. And when you go through a portfolio, you have to go visit every single location, underwrite every single deal, understand the human capital, understand third party, understanding legal, title, survey, everything. So it requires a lot of resource and you have to have a good understanding, just a fundamental aspect of it. That's what it takes to build a, a team who's going to focus on buying a portfolio. Thank you. As far as financing, what is the biggest difference between financing one property compared to financing 10 or 15 properties? It all comes down to your relationship. Uh, many times, like we bought a $250 million portfolio. We had a two relationship, like we had probably 25 relationship. We went to two relationship and they did the whole portfolio. And that was on one 45 hotel portfolio. The second one, we bought 16 hotel portfolio. We had to divvy up in four different banks because the geography changed and the dollar size changed. So when you're buying portfolio, it's really important how you can leverage your relationship with your lender because geography will play, dollar size will play differently and the brands will play. It's like a layer of issues you're gonna, once you start working on a portfolio, you'll realize layer, layer of issues, whether what kind of lender would wanna loan you on it. Even though you have good relationship, some lender said, I would not wanna be in New York. I may not wanna be in Kentucky. So that creates issue. Some brand may say, I, we, our bank just don't finance this brand. Some lender may say, we don't like to have a, so much exposure in this market. So there is really a different component what goes on on it with the M&A transaction. And tell us about some of the challenges you've had in acquiring uh, such large portfolios of hotels. Oh, uh, it's, it's an interesting uh, full of it. So, uh, you know, if I were to start from top, it starts with the law firm. You need a top-notch law firm, first of all. To under, like we were, we buying 45 hotel. And to take something, 45 hotel, legal work, title, understanding the title, survey, zoning report, and then what comes down to is all the exceptions and everything. So legal is a key component aspect of it to make sure that you have a good legal who's going to help you. And it comes down to PSA. What do you negotiate in PSA? Because whatever you bargain in PSA, then you have to do all the work on third party, title, and then you get a loan commitment and then lender has a different level of complexity that they're going to put on you. They want all this stuff, right? So legal become the center point of the transaction. That has been a key component for us. We've been you know, we've been blessed to have a very good legal team and we have in-house team also. So having a best legal team will help you 
support that system, what goes on on it. You'll have a lot of legal challenge from survey, zoning issues, encroachment, and then negotiating with the brand. Pretty much when you go through buying a portfolio, it comes down to all the intelman, brand negotiation, lending negotiation, and then you're dealing with a management contract, like 45 Hotel, we were using, Ambridge is one of our management company, then negotiating with them. And so it just comes down to who's your best player in your team. That comes, that's a major important. If you have, and, and then the law firm must have proper resource also. If you have a smaller law firm that haven't done it and doesn't have a bandwidth to do all that at the same time, then you're, you may not hit the timeline that they want you to hit that. So it's very critical to have a best law firm and understand the timeline, understand roles and responsibility. That is a big factor. So banking relationships, making sure you have the right legal team. And is there anything else from the leap? Because a lot of people watching this are, are looking at the leap between, okay, I have one or two hotels, but how do I get from that to... 10 or 15, is it one of those, is there a certain sector that you should be looking to? Is there, should you reach out to your bankers? Are there, where do you find these portfolios and, and make the projects happen? So uh, the first step is uh, generally you go to real estate broker, JLL, CBRE, Hodges, Ward, Elliott. They, you know, the, the, those are the top houses we have bought portfolio. So it's no difference than you buy one hotel from the same real estate house that's the same house's marketing portfolio on it. But what happened is normally when you have a larger portfolio, it get, it only sent to selective buyers. They limit the pool of who should this portfolio go to. Because if you are a two hotel owner or five hotel owner, you have never bought a portfolio, many time institution or seller is reluctant to widely market this portfolio. And it's time to time, many times you have relationship with your real estate ad, uh, you know, advisor, they will pick up a call to you and say, hey, would you like to work on the portfolio? So it become a really tricky, what is your relationship? I think, Enrique, the most important, what I'm about to say in portfolio real estate business, it's the relationship. Your relationship with your bank, your brand, your law firm, or any other vendor partner that you use, it has become a symbolic relationship, how values understand each other, how well do you stay in, uh, how well do you stay in communication with one another? and really put out a business plan for the year. Like this year, we said we're gonna buy 100 hotel and we communicate with our law firm, we communicate with our broker and our lender, even though we didn't have anything ready, but we given them our business plan that this year we're gonna buy 100 and we were successful enough doing that, but it is to educate your team who you feel like they're your good professional advisor and keep them in the loop of it. That's very important because when you get a portfolio, you don't just go and start building team at that point. You will feel that. So you gotta have team ready ahead of time, educate them, you know, show them your expectation. What do you expect to do this portfolio transaction of it? And how does it look like? So once you have a team ready to go, I think it, it's really fun environment working on it. I mean, last 12 months, it's been a dream of my life working on this portfolio because it's really exciting. It comes at challenge and your team's kind of throwing ideas. Hey, how? What, what if we do this? What if we do that? And it makes you feel like, okay, I haven't thought about it. I never got to see this wild idea or I never seen this kind of experience. So it's really fun once you get going on it. Thank you, Mehul. I, I really appreciate those helpful tips for acquiring portfolio hotels. Thank you so much.